This is Real Ghost Stories Online. Your first place on your own can be exciting. It can be nerve-wracking. It can be scary sometimes. It's it's a whole set of emotions when you're on your own for the very first time, even in the most comfortable of situations. In our next story, we hear about some young girls out on their own for the first time, sharing an apartment together, thinking all is well, all is good, and they start to notice some of the noises that are occurring in their new home. Could they just be normal things? House settling? Dishes settling in the sink? Or is there something else going on? Something else that even the pets sense? And what does this thing want? Is there something more sinister going on with it? Considering its love of knives, which we learn about in the story as well. Take a listen. This story is about my first apartment, which had some weird, unexplained things happen. I rented this apartment in Eden Prairie, Minnesota for one year with my childhood friend, Brittany, in 2014. This was the first time I was out of my parents' house. I was excited about the freedom. My friend Brittany is a bit more sensitive than I, but she is not comfortable exploring her sensitivity. Side note, she lost her mother and twin sister in her early teen years. She'd occasionally feel their presence around our apartment, and we agreed that they were there with us to protect us. When we first moved in, we didn't feel anything out of the ordinary. After a month or two, once we were fully settled in, I started noticing little noises in the kitchen, especially while I was home alone. The noises would be little ticks, like a fork shifting in the sink, or a chip bag crackle, or a little flick on the cabinets. I could never pinpoint what the sound was, but I'd always just think it's the temperature change from the heat or the AC being on. Or, I was over there a few hours ago moving things and it's just settling now. I didn't want to think it was ghostly. Till once when my dog reacted to one of the small sounds. He was on the couch with me and growled in the direction of the kitchen. So I told him, Pooh, stop it. I began to escalate. My dog would react the same way. So I said in a teasing manner, Go get it. He got excited and ran straight to the kitchen, barking and wagging his tail. One of the noises happened again, and my dog Thor instantly stopped barking and ran back to me on the couch with his tail underneath him. Now this upset me. Something was controlling those noises. Whatever this was, was intimidating my dog, and trying to intimidate me as well. So I said out loud, how dare you? Leave my dog alone. Thinking I'm crazy talking to myself, but was now quiet, Thor was calm and cuddled up with me. So I went on with my day. So one night I finally told Brittany about it, asking her if she had ever noticed these same sounds, and I was surprised when she said no. But she did confess that she has seen shadows in the hallway since we've moved in. She didn't want to scare me, so she never brought it up. She also explained, therefore, she could never sleep with her bedroom door open. She'd feel that something was always staring at her. For a short few months, it was quiet. I'd still hear little noises, but I'd ignore them, not giving any attention to the kitchen. I started to feel comfortable leaving my door open at night so my dog could roam free throughout the apartment. 
I felt as though if we both ignored it, it would move on. I was wrong. One night I had a crazy dream that I still do to this day. I'm not sure if it really was a dream, though. Especially since I've learned more about sleep paralysis from your podcast. But I had never experienced it. At the time this dream occurred, I didn't know what sleep paralysis was. In this dream, I was lying on my back in my bed. I was fully asleep until it started to feel my chest was rising. I woke up, and in my dream, while in my head, arms and legs still on the bed, it felt as if something had its grasp on my lungs and shoulders, pulling me towards the ceiling. It's probably a few inches off my mattress, legs still under the covers. I tried to scream for my mother since she's the first person I can think of for help, realizing, oh, I'm no longer at home. Mom can't save me. I have to fight this on my own. I was getting pissed, thinking, how dare this thing screw with me and take control of my body. I tried to scream, and I couldn't. My mouth would not open. I started to tear up, eyes watering, yelling in my head, let me go, you piece of shit, let me go. All I could get out were what I thought were grunts and moans, but no screaming. I had no clue if Brittany was home yet. She worked late sometimes, but how could I get her attention if she was home? I'm still half floating. It wasn't until after I thought of God. After saying in my head, Dear God, help me, I instantly fell back into my bed, comfortably and safe. Then I fell asleep. Thor then woke me up with his little huffs to tell me it's time to let him outside. I noticed the sun was up, and first thinking, oh my gosh, that was a crazy dream, not really knowing how to feel other than remembering how realistic it was. I just brushed it off. I mean, who could I tell? I would really freak Brittany out if I told her, and I didn't want to make her any more uncomfortable than she already was. A few nights passed, I finally caved and told Brittany what happened in my dream. She then opened and told me what happened to her. We obviously hold these stories close to us because we don't want to scare each other. She tells me that a few times she would wake up in the middle of the night with her back to the door, arms folded, lights off, feeling something watching over her. She never turned off the light when she went to bed that night, but it was off this time. So she felt she needed to turn the light on now, but she could not move. She could not unfold her arms. She tried rolling over and couldn't. She started to feel scared, and all she could do was go back to sleep. So she did. Woke up in the morning, and everything was fine. She then blamed it on her exhaustion from working late. A few weeks passed. I lost my job and was home alone with Thor quite often, binge-watching all the Game of Thrones seasons. I started hearing those noises in the kitchen again, even though this became a daily thing. This time it was different. There were more of them than usual. I continued to ignore them until Thor started reacting to them. So I said out loud, leave me alone and quit scaring my dog. The noises, however, continued. I then paused my show, sat in silence for a good few minutes. Noises continued. I was getting angry again, not scared. So in a fun, playful manner, I said to Thor, go get it. He ran to the kitchen again, going almost all the way in, which is not like him to go fully in the kitchen, barking aggressively. He then yelped and ran back to me, tail underneath him. I'm pissed, but also kind of laughing at Thor a little. A baby. So I called him down. More ticks, noises happened. Like an idiot, I laughed and said, Oh, is that all you can do? After a few seconds, I began hearing heavy 
metal sliding along wood. And then one big thud drop come from the kitchen. Thor ran into the corner of the living room furthest away from the kitchen. I jumped up, yelling, Oh, hell no. Get the fuck out now. This is my home. Repeating myself over and over. I walked into the kitchen wanting to figure out what that sound was. I wanted to repeat the sound. I stepped in front of my sink and I instantly felt cold. I knew it. I was right in front of my knife block. I started lifting the knives and dropping them back into the block, trying to replicate the sound, and it wasn't until I pulled out the biggest knife and dropped it that I realized that was the thud sound I heard. I kept screaming and yelling, Get out! Get out of my home! I felt I needed to calm down and pray. Yelling at it isn't doing anything, so I did, and I sat down on the floor with Thor, took a deep breath, and I started praying for protection. Guardian angels. Brittany's mother and sister to help protect us. I asked for them to push out this negative energy. Throughout the rest of the evening, I was uneasy. Couldn't wrap my head around what had just happened. I put my block of knives in a cabinet. The cold spot was gone. I tried watching more Game of Thrones to distract me. The day carried on and I went to bed, praying again for good measure. After that day, we've never heard or felt much of anything in the department. We decided we didn't want to test it. So when our lease was up, we moved out. The end. For now. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. Want a commercial-free experience of the show with access to the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories? Sign up at Apple Podcasts right now and try it for three days free. Ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories.